0: Today's daf is Dav Ches. We are holding at the top of Dav Ches. I believe it's five lines down. Rav Nachmari Yitzhak Omar. We're really in the middle of a extended sugya. But we had already two interpretations. We had seemingly a contradiction between two rices. And one brices says that if somebody has a get that was written on a boat, on a river, and the assumption was it's a river in Eretz Yisroh, and he delivers it to the mainland you have to say which means that it's considered to be like coming from Chutzlars. and the second riser says that no you don't have to say and we already gave two different interpretations how to understand if uh, there is a machlokas the first one said actually it's a machlokas whether the bodies of water in Eretz Yisroel are considered like Eretz Yisroel, or they have a status of Eretz. That was one machlokas. The second way of understanding it, it's actually both going like the Sheet of Yehuda, but in one case the boat actually is touching the ground, the, the uh, the earth at the bottom, the seabed, whatever it's called, and the other place it's not, and that's how you can reconcile the two prices. Rav Nahum Bar Yitzchak offers a third opinion. Basically, what Rav Nahum Bar Yitzchak is going to say is that there is no question, if there is a body of water that is contained within the borders or boundaries of Eretz Yisro, there's not even a Shireh. That's considered to be part of Eretz Yisro. There should be no difference between whether it's the water, a body of water, or the land in Eretz It's all part of Eretz So what is going to be the makhluk? Because we're talking about here a specific body of land, a body of water. We're talking about the waters of the Mediterranean. And the question is, we know that the Mediterranean on the west side is considered to be the boundary of Eretz The question is, does that include the waters of the Mediterranean all the way to the, I guess, it's the Atlantic Ocean, or no, it actually does not. Maybe it's the uh, only the, up to the coastal area. Maybe you will see a little bit more. And actually the waters, the main waters very to Israel are not considered to be part of uh, Eretz Yisrola. And that now would become the Machlokas because it's written used to be in, when I was in in, in, in uh, yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael many years ago it was a radio station coming to you somewhere in the Mediterranean. The Voice of Peace it was called. I don't know if it's still around or not. But it was a, coming to you somewhere in the Mediterranean. So this boat was somewhere in the Mediterranean and on it this get was written and that's the Shila, this get now being delivered in Eretz Yisrola. Is that considered to be written in Eretz Yisrola or the waters of the Mediterranean? part of Israel, that boundary, when we say that it's a boundary of Eretz how far does that western boundary extend in terms including the waters of Eretz Yisrael? Let's see it All right. So if not by Yitzhak Amar, there's the There's no much locus when you talk about rivers that are within the boundaries of Eretz That's for sure what consider it like the land of Eretz Ella Ela, keep league at the Yama HaGadol we're arguing about specific body of water which is the Yama HaGadol, which is the Mediterranean the Sanya, as we learned in a brysa Eizu Eretz Eretz, this is a uh, brysa that is discussing actually initially the northern most part of Eretz what's considered to be Eretz what's not considered to be Eretz in terms of the north alright now so you're all going to ask me a question what are you talking about we already discussed that it goes up to Akko or up to Kaziv. So the, the first deal with this already in saying is that was talking about in Baishemi when Ezra came back and only what was conquered was considered to be part of Eretz Yisrael. However, in terms of true, the greater part of what's the greater Eretz Yisrael is what's being discussed here, and that goes much further north. So where does it go? It goes all the way. The northern boundary goes all the way to what's known as Har Amnon. I don't know what the mountains would be called today, but it's all the way in what's called the Mountain of Amnon, all the way in the in the north. Okay. Now the way it works is is that all the way up to the tallest peak of the mountain range of Amnon. So if it's on the southern slope, it's part of Eretz If it's going down on the northern slope. That would already be considered arets Okay? That's in the north. So like so let's read inside. So Aza eretz, Aza Kutzlait, calls <laughs> the the Yaret, any any uh any anything that slopes <laughs> down and goes down Miture Amnon from the peaks of Amnon velefnim, inward, means I guess on its on its southern side the be is wrong. Miture Amnon of if it's uh, slow, uh, uh, if it slopes down from the peaks of Amnon and outwards to the northern side, that would be Chutzla Aris. We consider Chutzla Aris clear. We're good on that one. Okay, now Hanisin shebe Now it gets a little interesting. Is that what about their islands, bodies of water on the Mediterranean? Now, what exactly, which body of water is this referring to? Let's. I'm not. You have to look at the map. But what? But the bodies of of land, bodies of land on the Mediterranean. What is the status of that? So the Tanakama is going to hold as follows. The Tanakama is going to hold is that we know that the nor- northernmost point is the peak of Amnon. We also know the southernmost point. Okay, is called the. The uh, uh, it is called the Nachal Mitzrayim. I think I saw it, it, it in the article they, they identify that as, as Vadi El Arish. It's a place called Vadi El Arish or something. It's called the Nachal Mitzrayim. It goes down all the way down to Vadi El Arish, the Nachal Mitzrayim. So you draw a straight line from the mountain of Amnon, which is in the north, all the way down, which takes you basically down the west coast of the Mediterranean to the su- southernmost point, which is Isbari La So therefore, and that pretty much closely hugs the coast of the Mediterranean, but any body of land that ends to the, what will be to the inside closer to the mainland of the coast of the Mediterranean, that will be considered part of Eretz Yisrael. but anything that is outward of that line that you've drawn is considered to be in Chutz which means that the most of the water and the land within there, contained within that water of the Mediterranean will actually be considered Chutz Is that, Is that clear? Right. So wait, let see. So again, so Ke'ilu, so then also, you see it, Ke'ilu is, if there be a a stretched uh, string, a spread over them from the turim amnon, from the peaks of amnon, ad nachal mitzrahim, until nachal mitzrahim, v'adil arish, menachut, anything from that string inwards towards the land that's Eretz Israel. Menachut lechut, that is considered the chutz le'aretz, which therefore this tana kama is the proponent that most of the waters of the Mediterranean is considered not Eretz Yisrael. Not Eretz Israel. And that would be the, that, 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 that writes that says you wrote the boat on the water, which is Mediterranean, would be like bringing a get from Chutzvah Eretz into Eretz Yisrael and would require... Outside the group this yeah, because it's, again, it's most of the work. Whereas Rabbi Yehuda disagrees, Rabbi Yehuda a Kol Shegeneged Eretz Yisrael. Anything. That is, uh, corresponds to the, uh, western side of Eretesrol, which means anything that faces the coastland of the Mediterranean, Harehuk Eretesrol, means that whole west, all of that, including all the waters of the Mediterranean, and therefore any bodies of land in those waters, alright? So therefore, Cyprus, whatever it includes, all is considered to be part of Eretz Israel she because the post when it discusses it, it says the Gvul Yam what is the western border Vayilacham God will be for you the Mediterranean this extra terminology and V'gvul zeh this V'gvul zeh means that that whole boundary inclusive of the entire Mediterranean will be for you on that western side part of Eretz Yisrael. All right, now, the hanistim Shabbat Stadim. Now, the thing is, the Mediterranean, in its southernmost point and in its northernmost point, does wrap around a little bit, around the north, uh, I guess it would be the northwest corner and the southwest corner, it does wrap a little bit around. And there are some islands that are on it. So what about this, also, the Nisim Shabbat Stadim, those islands that are on the side... On the topmost point so then what you do is as follows is that you also make an imaginary line you go to the north the northwest, the, the northwest corner which will be the uh, the mountain of amnon at its base there is a city there called kapluria all right and you draw a straight line from kapluria which is at the base of the mountains of amnon in the north you draw it all the way uh, south until you hit the Atlantic Ocean. You draw a straight line because the Atlantic. West, west, west. I mean, all the. I'm sorry, all the way. I'm sorry, all the way west. Until you hit the Atlantic so Ocean. it doesn't expand beyond the length: of So Eritre- basically Eritre- anything above that line will be. already be Chutz Aretz and but any of the lines all. there. Anything below within the Mediterranean, on the western side of that, Mediterranean, would be considered Road Eritre- And in the southernmost point you also go down to this Vadi al-Arish, which is the southernmost point, that is the corner of the Mediterranean, and that you also draw a straight line from that southwest corner all the way to the, uh, the Atlantic, right? And again, anything above that line would be part of the waters of the western side of the Mediterranean would be considered within the Mediterranean, whether, and, and, well, as, and, and the land, and the line, anything below that would not now the Mediterranean really stretches all the way to like uh, you know I, I think it's to Tunis and then I mean I mean you yeah, so you have to know exactly what what areas we're going but we, we, we think of Marcia, the southern point is? I haven't read it yet let's go ahead and read it inside right now we only yeah. have the northern I one I didn't right. read I didn't even read that one yet so let's go so therefore uh, you look at it as if there is an imaginary line stretched from the uh, the, the, uh, the Kapluria, which is at the base of the, in the north, the base of the Amnon Mountains. Vad Yamu is the Atlantic Ocean. Well, Minachal Mitzrayim, down in the south, from the Zvari Elarish Arish, in the south, the Nachal Mitzrayim, you also look at it as a, a, a going westward, uh, Ad Yamukainis, until the uh, Atlantic Ocean. Minachut name. again, anything within the two imaginary lines. Would be Eretzom, and Achut would be So now, what we've done basically shown there's two huge uh, differences in the uh, uh, machlokus over here between these two opinions. So what's the machlokus basically? The main machlokus is just, it's just a, a sliver. Of, or is the sliver of the Mediterranean included, or is it the entire Mediterranean all the way to the west? Included in the land of Eretz But The north south demarcations are the same in both scenarios. Yeah, that won't change. But now, hi, Vigvul, my Now, they want to ask the Chorah, Rabbi brought a riot. There was an extra clause because it said when oh, it discusses the the the, uh, uh, the Mediterranean on the western side, it had an extra Vigvul zeh. So the the uh, the that extra clause with he that Rabbi Yehuda learned that opening up the entire western side. What do the Chachamim do with that Someone says like this. So it's going to answer, you need that. Because if you didn't have that, you would have just thought you know where the western the western border of the Mediterranean ends. I mean of the, the western border of the Eritestral ends. Mamas on the coastline, when, wherever the water begins, that already is no longer, means that un- until the beginning of the Mediterranean. It would not include, even that slither or any islands within that slither would not be included. That vulze includes that that, uh, the, the, that coastline and including any land or islands within that coastline is included because otherwise you would not have said that. And if Yehuda says I don't that I don't agree with you. Because anything you consider within the waters of the t- Mediterranean if you consider the waters of the Mediterranean, whatever you consider the waters of Mediterranean to be part of A Swell, then anything contained within that automatically is also going to be considered part of Eretz Yisrael. So let's see, Rabbanan high the goul that the goul's in the pasuk may have the way to do it. Me bylei that needed for the islands that are contained within the waters that hug the coastline of. So it's a much smaller part of the Mediterranean being included and the islands within it. And if you heard it is in Latikro, he says I don't need it for the islands per se. All I need the positive to teach me is what is, in terms of the waters of the Mediterranean, what is considered to be Eretzistrol. And once I determine which waters are considered to be part of Eretzistroll, automatically whatever islands are contained within them. Will be part of Eretz Yisrael as well. He has no western border for the ocean; just keeps going. What's that? He has no western border. for Rabbi until the until the Atlantic. Atlantic. Atlantic is uh, next to the Mediterranean. Yeah, the Mediterranean connects right to the Atlantic. Right, right, all everything, right on top of rock. All, all that water. water, all, all that water, water, all the way to the Atlantic, so all, all the way west. Chinese go west, go west, west, my man. man. That's a bit my man. All right, all right. <laughs> all right. When we say from the from the. Uh, uh, the two oceans that so like, so I say that's what on the on the flag, the two blue lines. You know, I don't know if you know that. It's supposed to be the two rivers between the Mediterranean on the one side, and I believe what's on the other side. what's the water? Red sea, the Red Sea. The Jordan. I mean, it's the Jordan. You're doing the Medi- that's that's supposed to be anyway. But again, that if you include the Mediterranean. Yeah, anyway, let's go on. Now, Rav Mayer, when it, it says that in the north, it agreed with the Tanakama that Akko is a defining city as to how north you consider to be Eretz right? However, he said, and the Tanakhama said, Akko is already considered to be outside of Eretz whereas Rav Mayer said... No, I consider Akko to be considered within Eretz Yisroh. like this? Akko Now, me Bar Abba. They asked Ravichiyah Bar Abba the following shayla. If We're going to see that there was a penalty imposed on somebody who owns an Ebed Kanani. An Ebed Kanani already has done a partial conversion. And he's obligated to admit us like a woman. So if somebody who owns an Eved Kanani in Eretz Yisroh, and he sells it to somebody that is in Chutzla Oretz, this person is punished, because he now has taken away the ability for this Eved to perform certain mitzvahs that he would have been able to do within Eretz Yisroh. And the penalty imposed is the Eved goes free automatically. You have to let your evidence let free. Okay, that's the penalty. So, the question they asked is that we know, we're going to see in a moment, there is a, a part of Eretz Yisrael that is to the north that is known as Syria. Today, modern day Syria would be inclusive of some of what was considered ancient Syria. Syria was actually annexed by David amelech but he didn't do it necessarily for the betterment of the whole nation, he did it for personal reasons. And there's a machlob that we're going to discuss over here. To what extent does an annexation that is done for the personal purposes of the king, it's called a kibush yachid, a conquest of the, uh, for the individual, is that considered like Eretz Rol? Not considered like Eretz Yisrael, which is what we're going to be discussing right now. The question is, so if somebody, uh, sold an Evad to Surya, is that considered like selling the Evad from Eretz Yisrael to Chutzla Aretz? Which then you would have to impose on this individual the penalty, or is Surya for this purpose still considered to be like Eretz Yisrael and therefore no penalty needs to be imposed. Are you with me on the question? So let's see inside. So Rabbi Bar Abba Abdul Surya La'aretz, is it like selling Bekutzla oretz, right? Is it like selling Edami? And therefore uh and therefore what would happen no, I'm sorry, so which, uh, which is that, am I, did I read this correctly? Yeah. yeah. Right, it should be, I, I think we would say, Not Anyway, but anyway, but the point is, that's what it means. So it says if you sold it from Eretz Yisrael to oh. Chutzlaret, all Allah, or not, He said, your shaila is actually, uh, is clarified in a Brisa. What is the Brisa? saying? Rab Meir Omer, Akko, uh, actually not the Brisa, our Mishnah. I'm not saying Brisa. In al Mishnah, you can bring a because Rabmeir, when he was discussing the what's considered northernmost, right, a uh, part of Eretz Yisroel for the laws of um, Gittin. For the laws of Gittin, with, with, by, by when you have to say the fon nechta, the what did he say? So Meir Omer he says Akko is considered to be part of Eretz Yisrael but he emphasized it. specifically for what halachas, specifically for the get. It means he's trying to be. Incl- exclude something else. But for something else, <laughs> Akko is oh. not considered part of Eric's soul. So we're getting in, Patla Avadim, what he was emphasizing, that for the, this law of Avadim, uh, Akko is not considered, means if you stole from Eric's control a Evan to Akko, it's you okay. would incite, okay. according to Rav Meir. It's okay. No, it's you, okay. no, it's not okay. It's considered outside of Eretz okay, okay. He only considers Akko in... The Chafavim oh. consider Akko outside of Eretz He considers Akko in Eretz but specifically for Gittin. for Gittin, not for Avodim, okay? But La Avodim low. Now, if Akko, for the laws of Avodim, which is north, but it's not as north of Surya, so if Akko is not considered for Avodim, part of Eretz so call Shukane if you sell from Eretz to Surya, then What? And for sure, would, for would, sure, you incur the penalty that you sold it to Kutzlar. That's the point that we're bringing from uh, Mishnah from Rav Meir. So there's that like this. So uh, I <coughs> the culture came in Syria, and for sure, Syria, the Mechel which is much further north than even Atul. Uh, it's, it's just a question of geography. Uh, it's not a question of annexation about the Katsubi. It's like to part of Erich er, 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 like you said. Well, we're gonna, no, but again, Israel isn't part of Erich Yisrael. So for this Alok, it's not considered part of Erich now once we touched on this, in three ways, Shavzah Surya Surya shares characteristics like is wrong, or and in three ways it shares characteristics like chutzla oritz. Now, the semen for this mnemonic is av bar rak. Each letter represents one of the ways. Alab Days, Days Raf Kut. We'll see. First one is Ayin, uh, Ayin not Av, Ayn Bay's. Ayin is Afora. A the dust of the earth of Surya is Tomei, has imposed on it the same gazera of Eretz Amin, which means that if a birth is the person walks in the, in the, on the earth of Surya, he'll automatically become Tomei, just as it would be if you walked on the earth of Kuutsars. So that's one way that it's equal to characteristics of Kuutzars. Of Second one which we just had. HaMokar Avdo L'Surya. Somebody sells his Eved from Eret Yisroa to Syria. it's KaMokar B'Chutzaret, as if you sold it to Chutzaret. And what would happen then? This person would incur the penalty and you would have to let the Eved go free. And the third one, where it's considered to be like Chutzaret, is, is what we were talking before. If I maybe get Misurya, if you bring a get from Surya to Eret Yisroel, what do you have to say? You're gonna to have to say, because Surya is considered to be, for this purpose, also like Chutzla So therefore, maybe get me Surya, because maybe get the Chutzla and then we have to say, so these, in these three ways, Surya is equal to Chutzla Now what about, uh, the other way, the other three, Vishlesha, Lerich three characteristics, in three ways they share characteristics with Eretz Yisrael. Number one, which is interesting, is that farmers that grow crops in Surya, might be at least rabbinically, they're obligated in Trumas and Meisras, and in the laws of Shemitah, like Eretz Yisrael. That shares characteristics of Eretz Yisroel, not us. Number one. Number two, we're going to have to clarify in a moment, if you want to go into the land of Surya, and still remain taller then you can go in. The one's going to ask, what are you talking about? We just said that one. That it's, we'll, we'll discuss that one. And the third one, this is fascinating. The third one is as follows. I'll tell you a historical event, which actually brings us to attention, is that the aloha the, the is that hakonet uh, sader If you purchasing a land, a field in Surya, par beparvare Jerusalem. It says, if you are purchasing in the provinces of Jerusalem, all right. In the you know, we'll see what we'll see what the the the, the 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 last two mean. But let's go back to the first of the last three. Chayav is the the land of Surius Chayv in the laws of Trumas Mises, and, Sh- and Shmito. carried to Kasava, the Tana of this brighter so holds kibush which shmei kibush that at least for certain things, the conquest of the individual, means the conquest of David Melech, that he conquered and annexed Surya, has a din of 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 a a real kibush, of a conquest, and therefore has got a status on some level of Eisho, which is interesting, it's only for certain things do we impose on the status of Eisho, for Trumas and Mises and for Shemitah. Alright? Now, what was the second one? Haros rekanes lovetahara Nichnas is that somebody who wants to go in to the land of... um, of, of Surya, and remain taller, he's able to go in. Fred the Gemara, what are you talking about? We just got through saying that the land of, the earth of Surya, has a status like what? Like Chutzleharet. So what do you mean? And which means that it's Matameh, somebody who walks around in the land. So what are you telling me if you want to go in taller? It's considered be taller. But the one is going to say is as follows. That, and we had this Suggie before, is that if a person goes into... Uh, Surya, we're talking about in a, in a enclosed carriage or an enclosed, uh, 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 uh chest or closet that's enclosed. Uh, in such a case, if you go into Surya, it's closed off, that can protect you from becoming tummy. Now, what's the khirish What's the novelty? Is we're going to see, is that this going like the Shita of Rebbe. Rebbe holds that if you go in to chutzla'aretz in an enclosed uh, wagon, an enclosed... He says, that will not protect you. Because the considers an ohel zoruk. An ohel is when you're in an enclosure that is being thrown or being moved. It doesn't have the capacity to consider you as if you're enclosed. And therefore what? So in chutzla'aretz, the like gzeira was that... It's the like is not just on the earth, coming into contact with the earth... But the Tumah goes into the air. It's like stepping over a dead body. And therefore, if you're not considered to be enclosed, therefore, you're going to become tame going into Chutzon. In Surya, they did not make it as strict. They also said the earth is tame, but only if you come into contact with the earth. So therefore, if you go in an enclosure that separates you from the ground, since they only made the tume, a tum, tumma of contact, not a tumma of, that it's matami you like the other, through ohel, and therefore, so your, even if your enclosure is not considered to be a perfect enclosure because it's moving, you still will not become tame. Why won't you become tame? It's more mickle. Because as long as you're not coming into contact with the ground. So therefore, that's explained. Meaning, both places, they made Xavier that the earth is Tomei. But the difference is, earth Tomei, according to Rebbe, won't help you, therefore, it won't help you go in an enclosure into Chutzah Oretz, because the airspace is going to be Tomei. And your O-L is not going to protect you. Why? Because a moving O-L doesn't, it's not considered to be enclosed. Whereas in Surya, it will protect you, because as long as you're not actually coming into contact with the soil, you'll be protected. That's what i is going to explain, how it means you can go into Surya without becoming Tomei. to Rebbe, you're All All that's me, going to Rebbe, let's go to Rebbe. Now, yeah. say so one of the following. Um, so we say like this, The Chayra Amar, did you not say, That the dirt of Surya is coming? it says though, it's about Someone who wants to go into it in a, in a wagon, in a, in a, in a, in a chest, or in a closet, The sign you, learn to a And this, that's the Eretz Amin. If, in fact, a is going into the Eretz Amin, this is now actual chutzla, it's not surya. And you want to go in a Shida Tev Amigdal, red metam, it doesn't help protect you. Why doesn't it help protect you? Because a moving ohel, a moving enclosure is not considered protecting. Alright, Rabbi Yosef, he says no, you are protected. He doesn't have this problem that a moving OL is a, is a problem. You are protected, not a problem. Now, Bafilu, el raham, are And according to Rebbe, he also, he, even though he said you're tamme, he only said your tamme if it's mamish and chutzah because there, since you're not protected by the OL, you'll become tamme through the airspace. Because Gush of because there the zeira was not just on the earth, there was also the airspace emanating above from the earth. So therefore, if you're not protected, you're, not, you're going to become tamay from the air. But Surya, really they were more lenient in the Gzairah. What was the Gzairah specifically on? Al-Gusha Gazru, al Abira like Gazru. The Gzairah was only on the earth itself, but not on the airspace. And therefore, if you go in, in a protected enclosure, then even Rebbe will hold in such a case in Syria, you will be protected. So this statement that it's considered to be like Eretz Yisroel, and you can go in Tahar, there's a way to go in Tahar. In a, that's going like Rebbe. That's going to the Sheet of Rebbe. Right. Now, what's the third one? Purchasing property in Surya is like purchasing property in, in, the, in, the, in, in, the, in the provinces of Yerushalayim. Now, let me explain this, what this is going to be over here. We're going to see that tremendous uh, if, if, that the, the Tana of this Brisa holds that a Jew is supposed to do whatever possible to stop the land of Eretz Yisrael falling into the hands of Ovdei and therefore if there's a property up for purchase a Jew needs to make sure they are going to purchase it and it's not going to fall into the hands of Ovdei Kuchobim that they even allowed it to be purchased on Shabbos. However, because it's Shabbos, what they said was, use a Obed-Kochavim as your proxy. Tell it guy to go buy it for you. Even though normally we know that Amir there's a rabbinical prohibition to tell an Obed-Kochavim to do something for you that you know a lot of yourself. That, for this halacha they were leaving. My, my, my uncle, uh, Rabbi Nasha was who is the Crown of Rakhon, told me that, I believe that even he remembers, I have to see the timeline, before the, Medina, before the uh the before the in 1948, there was a time period when Israel was under the British mandate. So what they were doing before they were leaving, they were selling off parcels of land. Now the way it was, everybody was assigned a number. And when your number was called, if you showed up to court and made a bid on the number that was assigned to you, you were assigned a parcel of land. Now they were doing this uh, throughout the year. And they also did it on Yom Kippur. He in that people on Yom Kippur should go to the courts if their number was called Again, maybe through an over a guy could help buy for you to purchase it based on this Gemara wow. that the land should fall in 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 in, in Jewish part bro, based on this on this because uh, they were giving it out you know whoever Each part. Each part. Yeah. Right. Right. this was actually uh, actually I I Before saw the by the way I was saw my own I saw it my own eyes I was visiting my brother-in-law my brother-in-law lives right on, over the Green Line in a, in a city called Sufin. And at the time, uh, they, there was pressure from the American, uh, from the Americans, and they made Xera. From now on, on, there's not allowed to be any new construction. construction in any land over the green line. Right? If the foundations were already dug, you're allowed to build. I was there on Shabbos, and all of a sudden, tractors come in, and on Sunday it was going into effect. They started digging on Shabbos all of the new foundations that it would not be bound by this, And they, the chief rabbi, the Paskin based on this Gemara, that they could have the Arabs start digging the foundations so that they could get in under the cap. I actually so I, I saw this happen when I was in, uh, in the... Anyway, so, there so what does it mean? Lamai Yoko saw that we consider Surya like buying a province... One of the outskirts uh, areas of your shalim, Saham Rab Shay says, Loma Shaqais bin Alab Ayna that you can buy uh, you can write a receipt, receipt of purchase for the uh for the property. The afil of the Shabbos. How can you write? Writing on Shabbos and Allah right sah, how can I say you can write it? When it says, kedam a rabbi, explained, whatever the sughet's there, we'll see later on, Omer doesn't mean you write it yourself, but you're allowed to tell to do it for you. So here it means, Omer even though it's a rabbinical prohibition, telling the rabbi to do something that you know how to do yourself on Shabbos, because of the mitzvah of populating the land of Israel, they were lenient concerning this. So they are up on, and they may not make zero. And the chiddush is that even in Surya, this leniency will apply. Let's go on, Tanu Rabbanon. So we're going to learn now until the end of the Amid. We're going to see that this din that if you're bringing a get from Chutz to Eretz Yisrael, that you can say b'fana nef, b'fana nef, b'fana nef. I'm the funa nefte funa nefte. Remember. Even Rabba agreed to Rabba. it is a huge leniency, because instead of having to bring two witnesses to verify the authenticity of this document, the statement of the person bringing it is relied upon, even though it's one testimony, we consider it like two, and it dispels any aspersions that will be cast by the husband. Right? Remember that we had that. Everyone agreed to that. Rabbi and Rabbi both agreed to. Rabbi just adds it's also the Shma component that they extended this idea that only that not only discussed the document of an isha, but it also included the document of an eved. If an eved would bring a document that states that he received a shechur. He received, it's a document of emancipation, all right? It's a legal document, right? And it was given to him. We had the same case by a woman. Instead of, the, I mean, technically, the, the owner could let him go in Chutzla uh, in, 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 uh, in, in and Give him a document, you're free. But he was given this document to go to Eretz Yisrael and he said, in Eretz Yisroh, you'll show them the document, and you go free. We're going to see if he is able to say, the evan himself is able to say, this document was written and signed in front of me, and we can use his testimony to verify the legality of the document, as if two witnesses would have said the same thing as well. So be also that leniency is not only for a get isha, But we also extend it to a get shikr of an Evet. Everybody with me? (laughs) What's that? An Evet
1: Kanani. An Evet Kanani,
0: yes. So so we're taking testimony from a goy. What's that? It's testimony of a goy, so is he considered a possible Testimony of an Evet, not a goy. An Evet is already considered Uh, partial uh, partial in Jew. Alright. Tanarabonim. Evet Shehevi Gito. An Evet brought a get, Because of both. Now what was written in this get was, it had two statements. Atznechho says you, you yourself, in terms of your status, the nichsoyai, as well as all my assets, kenuyin loch, are acquired to you. Right? So basically the first uh, statement is saying, you acquire yourself, which means I'm letting you go. And the second statement is saying what? Everything I have, you can acquire. Everything that way you have a right to acquire his statement will help for himself but But it will not help to acquire the assets now we're going to see based on the upcoming Gemara, what it means is like this is this leniency that his testimony alone can legitimize the document that was only said for Get Shichra forget for freeing himself. But for a regular financial transaction, in order to legitimize the document, what do you have to have? Two Two cultural witnesses. We don't rely on his statement alone. So therefore, even though this is one document that had both those lines, the Bryce is stating that the, the, the leniency only helps for his own emancipation, but it does not help for the financial portion of it to make him the owner of all the assets. Clear? That's what the brides is saying. So now, the Bnei Yeshiva had the following Shiloh, right? What happens if, if the document that he brought did not have two separate statements? It only had one statement. And that one statement said, all of my assets are acquired to you. Now remember, he's also one of the assets of the owner. So all of my assets includes... I am letting you free, plus, uh, all my assets be acquired you. What do you do in such a case? I Means this is different than the case we had in the Brysa, because the case in the Brysa was two step, two standalone statements. So there we said the first statement is okay, because you can use von an eftar, von inepta. you can use that for the first statement, you cannot use it for the second statement. But here they both are included in one statement, what's going to be the halacha there? So we have a machlokas uh, Abaya and Rava. Let's see. Maho, <clears throat> what's the name? So Amar Abaya. Abaya said, Since the statement, he's able to say on that statement for himself, on that statement he's able to say for myself that I go free and we believe him for that. Once you believe in him on part of the statement... On that one, therefore, what's the Allah? But he also acquires the entire assets as well. This is a initial ruling. Everybody with me? So I'm a So Ravah, I disagree with you. I understand that he that part of that statement can work for him because get isha because it's similar to the case of a get isha get shichru is considered to be similar to the get of an isha. And just as a get an isha, the fananeth, the fananetham, he is believed, the one witness, even if it's the woman herself, or in this case, it's the ebed, they they have the valid ability to validate it on their own testimony. I'm saying, the portion of that statement can work, could only be for himself. It cannot work in the nechasim, concerning the assets, it can't work. Because like regular kium regular kium regular verification of of of, 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 uh, confirming of, of documents that involve regular financial dealings will require two witnesses testifying on it, and you don't have that. And therefore you cannot say that the statement works both for him and for the assets as well. Again, because it's one statement. It's not like the case before where there were two separate statements. So how do I And then buyer revised himself. Okay, fine. So he says like this. Then what you have to say, since that the, he cannot verify that statement for the assets, once he cannot, use, you cannot verify that statement for the assets, therefore he also cannot use it for his own verification. And he wouldn't go free either. So therefore, I'm going to buy it. Therefore, what? Since he cannot acquire the assets, so if you see that, that he's not believed on that statement for the assets, so lo then he should not be believed for himself either. Again, robber pushes back. Amalei Rava. I understand that that's, he cannot uh, acquire the assets based on his verification, because, because that would be no different than regular Shtaros on financial matters which to acquire two, and you don't have it. But that the statement should at least help for himself. I disagree with you it should help at least for himself it should help for himself just as we allow one witness even the woman herself to say that this get was written before next so it should be helping at least for him so therefore roger went back and revised he says this is what i believe should be the halacha right echadzeva echadze means whether we're dealing with the Bryce's case, where in the document was two separate statements, one about himself and one about the assets, or whether it's in the Shiloh's statement, where it was the document only had one statement, Nechaza'i K'nu in both cases, Atz the ever acquires himself, which is similar to the case of Gitget Isha, where he can say, and and left them with one witness, even the Baal Dover himself, but Nechasim, but for the assets, lokana. So in the first price, that's for sure lokana because it's two statements. And therefore, that's for sure the going specifically on the assets doesn't work. The Cheddish, what rubber is saying is, even in the second case, the case of the Shaila, where it's only been, it's the same line. Loch, I'm acquire, you acquire all my assets. That statement only works for what? For himself. For himself, it does not work for the assets. And gentlemen, we'll stop over here. Thank you.